Blue Shirts fans to episode number 208 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. We're going to be spending pretty much all of today's episode talking about the big news from over the weekend. That, of course, being that Mark Stahl has been traded by the Rangers to the Detroit Red Wings, along with a second round pick for the 2021 NHL draft in exchange for future considerations. It kind of came out of nowhere, but I do like this trade for the Rangers. I think it makes a lot of sense for the Rangers and the Red Wings as well. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, It's a total salary dump for the Rangers. The Red Wings will pay Stahl his full salary, and the Rangers are now 100% free of Stahl's $5.7 million cap hit. It is kind of sad to see a long-tenured Ranger like Mark Stahl leave the team. I understand he's obviously been declining in recent seasons, but the guy's been solid as a rock for the Rangers for many, many years. We're going to talk about pretty much his whole career and uh, what it means for the Rangers going forward and how they might look to replace him next season. Uh, The move brings the Rangers' total cap space to $20.091 million for this upcoming offseason, and we're going to do our best here to give Mark Stahl a proper send-off. We're going to talk about what I think was his biggest moment as a New York Ranger, uh, what he meant to the franchise, and why Mark was incredibly selfless as it pertains to this trade, and also how the Rangers again, might look to replace him in the lineup next season. Uh, We might not even get to everything today. This has two-parter written all over it. There's a lot to cover. He spent 13 years with the New York Rangers, so there's a lot to get to. And uh, with that, let's just go ahead, dive right in, and start by just breaking down the trade itself. Uh, You go on social media, and you do start to see, you know, hockey fans, uh, Ranger fans, Red Wing fans, whoever it might be, a lot of people kind of wondering why the Red Wings would be interested in Mark Stahl. And at first glance, it does seem like a very odd fit. The Red Wings, of course, are coming off of just a miserable season, a historically bad season in NHL history. You got to figure they're looking to get younger. They're looking to acquire draft picks and prospects, but they end up bringing in Mark Stahl. And at first you see Mark Stahl go to the Red Wings and you're like, huh? Like, how is that possibly a fit for Detroit? Well, to be very frank here, the Red Wings were not at all interested in Mark Stahl. What they wanted was that second round draft pick in 2021. And given that it's extremely unlikely that Detroit will be contending next season, and given that they're probably very aware of that fact, the Red Wings, they're not really going to mind having to overpay Stahl for just one season. In fact, it would not shock me at all if Detroit immediately looked to flip Stahl to another uh, team for a very late round draft pick, because Stahl is not going to be a building block of the Red Wings going forward as they go through with their rebuild. And if they don't trade Mark Stahl now or they can't trade him now, then I would imagine they would look to move him at the deadline next season to a team that could use a bit more depth on the blue line. Again, the return for Mark Stahl, if the Red Wings trade him somewhere else, is going to be very minimal. It would probably just be, you know, a sixth or seventh round draft pick at best. But yeah, I mean, if you think that it's kind of an odd fit, Mark Stahl going to a team that is looking to rebuild and get younger and 
you know, just kind of start to lay a foundation for a new uh, core group of players, and you think that Mark Stahl is an odd fit for that, you're absolutely right. But once again, Detroit, they're not interested in Mark Stahl. They're interested in that second-round draft pick, and they'll try to just make the best out of Mark Stahl with the season that they have him. I mean, you might as well. He's here anyway, so... Uh, that's pretty much how it looks from Detroit's side of things. Uh, getting into, you know, Mark Stahl's history, drafted in the first round, went number 12 overall to the Rangers in 2005, has only ever played with the Rangers, and, you know, I'll be honest, I never quite saw Mark Stahl as a true superstar player in this league, but what he was, he was a darn good player for a lot of years for the Rangers. He was steady, he was the constant, he was always just, you know, pretty reliable, you could plug him into any spot on the top four, and uh, he was going to do just fine. Uh, 13 seasons with the Rangers, 892 regular season games, 43 goals, 145 assists for a total of 188 points. He also had 1,162 block shots, which is good for number 58 all-time. He will eventually get into the top 50 all-time with uh, block shots because there's a couple of retired players in front of him, and he's only behind them by a couple of block shots. So assuming he plays hockey this upcoming season, he's going to probably jump into the top 50. But also 1,308 hits. He also skated in 107 playoff games with the Rangers, 7 goals and 13 assists there. Made the All-Star team for the Rangers in 2010-2011. He had enormous hype when he entered the NHL, to the point where I do think it's fair to say that maybe he never quite, quite lived up to it. Uh, again, he was a very, very good player, but you got to remember, I mean, people just set a sky-high ceiling for Mark Stahl. Both of his brothers were already in the NHL. Plus the fact that Mark was the 12th overall pick in the 2005 NHL draft. Like I said, the expectations were in the stratosphere. Uh, it was bordering on unfair expectations, I would even say. And even if, and you might think that he did live up to expectations. You might have that opinion. In my opinion, he never quite got there. But even if he never quite lived up to that crazy hype, he had a lot of very, very good seasons for the New York Rangers. He was just a Total professional. He played a big role in some very deep New York Ranger playoff runs. He was, of course, on the team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2014, and he was always a top four defenseman in those days. You know, he was always one of the top four blue liners that the Rangers had while they were embarking on these long playoff runs. So he had to be doing something right. I mean, you can't hide a top four defenseman, especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So obviously, he contributed to a lot of those Ranger playoff runs, and he was the fourth defenseman selected in the 2005 draft. And to compare him to some of the other guys that went before him, uh, Jack Johnson went number three overall to the Carolina Hurricanes. And he's had a very nice career uh, skating in games with the Kings, the Blue Jackets, and the Penguins. But he has never made an all-star team. And for number three overall, I think you eventually want the number three overall pick to become an all-star caliber player. Regardless, he has still had a very nice career. Uh, more points than Mark Stahl, though I would say Mark Stahl probably the better defensive defenseman between the two uh, for their entire careers. Uh, Brian Lee this year in the draft in 2005. He goes number nine overall to the Senators. He only skated in 209 career NHL games with the Senators and the Lightning, has not appeared in an NHL game since 2012-2013, so that obviously did not work out. And then Luke Bourdon went number 10 overall to the Canucks, and uh, Bourdon tragically passed away in a head-on motorcycle collision in New Brunswick at the age of just 21, so obviously it's impossible to know what kind of NHL career he would have had. Obviously, that's very secondary to a tragic loss of life such as this, but Bourdon only skated in 36 NHL games with the Canucks. Uh, but, you know, 
for Mark Stahl, again, you know, there are guys who have been drafted earlier than him in 2005 and in other years uh, who have done far less in their NHL careers. And a lot of them had a lot of opportunities and just never quite panned out. The Rangers themselves have drafted guys earlier than Mark Stahl who did far less in their NHL careers. So, you know, even if Stahl, again, if he did not quite reach that mega hype, and even if he's been declining in recent seasons, which yes, he has, uh, I think you have to call this a hit for the Rangers. Not too long ago, we did a pair of episodes where we listed the Rangers' top 10 best draft picks of the last 20 seasons, and also an episode of the top 10 worst draft picks of the past 20 seasons, and Mark Stahl was on the top 10 best. He wasn't too high. I believe he was like 8th, ninth, 10th, somewhere in there, but uh you know, again, it's, it's definitely fair to say that Mark Stahl was kind of declining and on the back nine of his career. He was even a healthy scratch a couple of times this season. Uh, the first was on October 29th against Tampa Bay. First time in his 13-year NHL career that he was a healthy scratch. So that had to be a bitter pill for him to swallow, although I don't think it was entirely unwarranted either. The Rangers had a bit of a logjam on the blue line at the time. Uh, Brady Shea was still with the team at that moment, and Stahl on that night and a couple of other nights this season was simply the odd man out. So this could not have been the easiest season for Mark Stahl, but you know, he never wavered. Uh, I think the effort was always there, even if he's beginning to slow down a bit at the age of 33. He was named an alternate captain at the age of just 23 by John Tortorella back in 2010, and he has worn that A ever since. Uh, a lot of Rangers have come and gone in that time, but again, Stahl, you know, he was just the constant. He was the guy that was always there for this franchise, and somebody who was always a class act, always did things the right way, always set a good example in the locker room. And we're going to discuss the biggest moment, what I consider to be the biggest moment of his career as a member of the New York Rangers in just a second. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. All right, Mark Stahl's biggest moment as a New York Ranger. To me, it's a pretty easy choice. It's definitely the biggest goal that he ever scored for this team, and it comes in the 2012 Stanley Cup playoffs in Game 5 against the Washington Capitals in the second round of the playoffs with the series tied at two games apiece. And to kind of set the stage for you guys a little bit, Game 5, again, series tied at 2. It is in Madison Square Garden, so obviously a pivotal game in the series here. It's looking like the Capitals might steal this game from the Rangers and take a 3-2 series lead. The Rangers are trailing 2-1 in the game. They pull the goalie, and we get a wild scramble in the waning seconds in front of the Caps net, and Brad Richards scores with just 7 seconds remaining to force the game into overtime, and that's where Mark Stahl comes in. Just 135 into the overtime, Rangers get an offensive zone faceoff in the right circle, and John Mitchell wins the draw cleanly back to Mark Stahl at the point. Stahl moves to his left a little bit, 
lets a slap shot fly through traffic, and he beats Braden Hopi to win the game, give the Rangers a 3-2 series lead. Uh, Derek Stepan and Artem Anisimov were providing a screen in front of the net, and Stahl's shot got through, and it was huge because the Caps went on to win Game 6 back in D.C. by a score of 2-1 to one to force a Game 7, a pivotal Game 7 back at Madison Square Garden, and the Rangers won Game 7 by a score, again, of 2-1 to one to punch their ticket to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, sadly, the Rangers were defeated by the Devils in six games that season, but their season really could have ended a lot sooner had it not been for Stahl's heroics. And Stahl, you know, not really known for his offensive prowess. That's another thing that I think sometimes works against him as far as, you know, his legacy with the Rangers. And I think most Ranger fans know that Mark Stahl laid it all on the line for this team. They respect what he brought to the table, but he was touted as like a big-time two-way defenseman when he first got called up. And it became obvious, I feel like pretty quickly, that he might not have as much to offer offensively as a lot of people thought that he might, but he was still a very good, uh, basically stay-at-home defenseman. But as far as the goals he scored during his time at the Rangers, this is number one right here. I don't think anything else even really comes close. Uh, just a huge goal in a big spot for the Rangers, and uh, obviously leads to them winning the series four games to three against the Washington Capitals and going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Something else that I want to call some attention to here that I don't think is getting nearly enough attention as far as this trade is Mark Stahl had a full no-move clause. So he could have nixed this deal anytime he felt like it, but he was selfless enough to waive the no-move clause and go to the worst team in the NHL just to help the New York Rangers, just to do right by the Rangers as the franchise has done right by him over the years and give back to the franchise that drafted him in the first round and gave him an opportunity and allowed him to do what he does for 13 years. But that speaks volumes about the kind of guy that Mark Stahl is. And, you know, think about it. It's not just that he waived his no-move clause to go somewhere else. He waived his no-move clause to go to, again, the worst team in the NHL in a trade that was Clearly nothing more than just a salary dump for the Rangers. The Rangers are giving the Red Wings a second-round pick just to have Mark Stahl not play for them anymore. And that's pretty crazy. And that's got to be a little bit of a blow to your pride if you're Mark Stahl. I mean, you know, this kind of thing does happen where, you know, somebody will get traded and maybe they didn't really want to be traded. But typically, the team that trades you is also receiving something useful in return. The Rangers aren't getting anything here. They're just giving him away, uh, along with a second-round pick, just to not have to pay him. And Stahl's not dumb. He can figure this out just like the rest of us can, uh, that the Rangers just don't want to pay him because they have other players that they value much more than they value him at this point in time. So give Stahl all the credit in the world for, frankly, just being this cool and agreeing to go to a bad team to allow the Rangers to do the things that they feel they need to do in this offseason to continue to get this franchise going in the right direction. Now, is there any reason why Mark Stahl would want to go to Detroit? And I'm not trying to be mean here, but facts are facts. The Red Wings were an historically bad team this past season. And Stahl's also got to be able to see the writing on the wall here that the Red Wings were far more interested in the Rangers' second-round pick than they were in Stahl himself. But for Mark Stahl, I mean, who knows? Maybe he wants to go to Detroit. Maybe he wants to go there more than we realize. Uh, maybe there's something that we're not quite seeing. He could be looking for a fresh start. Uh, he's been with the Rangers for 13 seasons, so maybe he's ready to try something new. Uh, it's possible he sees this as a challenge. He's going to go to Detroit. He's going to be one of the veterans in the room. He will impart his wisdom on some of the young guys, do everything he can to help that team turn things around. 
I mean, the Red Wings, they can't possibly be any worse next year than they were this year, right? So there's nowhere to go but up. And if the Red Wings trade Mark Stahl at the deadline next year, then it'll probably be to a contending team that's looking to add uh, a depth piece at defenseman. And Stahl will probably have a chance to win a Stanley Cup as a rental player for wherever the Red Wings might trade him to. Now, with Mark Stahl, it's entirely possible that he's not looking that far ahead just yet. Uh, he might be completely focused on making a positive impact in Detroit, but that could easily be the direction that this thing goes. I don't think Detroit's going to hang on to Mark Stahl all the way through next season because what would be the point? You know, I, I really get the feeling that once Stahl's contract ends after this season, that he's going to be on his way. I don't think Detroit, you know, the only way that Detroit would bring him back and kind of re-sign him to a new deal after next season is if Stahl, first of all, he's got to exceed expectations on the ice because right now it kind of seems, again, he is declining. He is on the back nine of his career. So he's got to play better than a lot of people think that he's going to play for Detroit to even consider the possibility of bringing him back after next season. Uh, the only other thing that could be working in Stahl's favor is by all accounts, he is a good locker room guy. He is a leader. Again, he's been the Rangers alternate captain for a decade now. So, it's possible that if he just gels so well in that locker room and everybody loves him and everybody respects him and you've got defensemen that look up to him and, you know, he's just a very positive influence on that locker room, then maybe Detroit brings him back on a one- or two-year deal the next year. But I really don't see it. Again, if you're the Red Wings, what would be the point in doing that? You know, you've got Mark Stahl will be 34 when his contract ends, and you're coming off of one of the worst seasons in league history. The idea is to get younger, not older, and, uh, you know, kind of set yourself up for the future. So I would get the feeling that, they would probably look to trade him at the deadline next season at the absolute latest. But we'll see how it works. Uh, either way, you know, Stahl obviously going somewhere new. He's got a fresh start here, and we'll see what happens uh, with Mark Stahl for the rest of his career. Again, I can wish him nothing but the best. I think most Ranger fans can wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he doesn't end up on some team like the Flyers or the Islanders or the Bruins. You know, a, a Ranger rival. Uh, the Red Wings is fine. They're harmless enough right now, and we'll see where he ends up going, uh, either if the Red Wings trade him or where he might sign next season. But, you know, all of this, it's right on brand for Mark Stahl, waving his no-move clause to go to frankly, a terrible team and help the Rangers because by all accounts, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Uh, there have been Ranger reporters on Twitter and just hockey reporters in general that have been echoing those sentiments, uh, how Stahl was always easy to approach and how he would always answer questions after a game, win, lose, or draw. Just a stand-up, uh, classy player for the Rangers for the duration of his Ranger career, 13 years. I mean, it really is crazy to think about that, but yes, 13 seasons with the Rangers. He was the second longest tenured Ranger after Henrik Lundqvist. We'll obviously see what happens with Henrik Lundqvist, but again, it's been a pleasure to watch Mark Stahl do what he's done over the years. And again, listen, I know that he's gone downhill in recent seasons, but I don't think it can be understated. This guy was always a top four defenseman on all these Ranger teams that had all these deep playoff runs when the Rangers were a bona fide Stanley Cup contender for about a four or five year window there. Another question I just wanted to throw out there is, was this kind of inevitable that Mark Stahl would not be back with the Rangers next season? I wouldn't go quite that far, but I do think that at some point, the Rangers were going to have to figure out a way to move on from at least one of the two of Mark Stahl and Brennan Smith. The reason being, uh, they're both making way more money than they're worth at this point. I mean, I, I hate to be that, you know, blunt about it, but that's facts are facts. You know, you look at what Mark Stahl and Brennan Smith have done last year and in recent seasons with the Rangers, uh, they're both making more than they're probably worth at this point. And I just think if you're the Rangers, it would not make any sense to go into next season with two defensemen who are both on the wrong side of 30, who are both declining, and who are both taking up roster spots from guys that you might want to 
give more of a look at the NHL level, like Liber Hayek. Liber Hayek was kind of up and down in his rookie season with the Rangers in limited playing time, but, you know, he had a chance with the Rangers. At times, I, I think maybe he looked a little bit uh, overwhelmed by the NHL level, but there were times where I thought he looked okay out there. And regardless of however you might feel about Liber Hayek, I think we can all agree that it probably behooves the Rangers to at least give him a little bit of a longer look this season and see what they have, uh, you know, and that opportunity has now been created by this trade of Mark Stahl. The other thing is Keandre Miller, I'm convinced, is going to end up making his Ranger debut next season. And so if you're the Rangers, you don't want to put off Keandre Miller's debut because Mark Stahl and Brendan Smith are both still on this team. I mean, what sense would that make? The Rangers are still in a rebuild. Now, I would say that the rebuild is ahead of schedule, and that's great. I think the Rangers really did some nice things this season, really took a step forward as a team and as a franchise. But... Still, I think you're going to want to see what Keandre Miller can bring to the table. You're not going to want to have to delay that because, oh, Mark Stahl and Brandon Smith are still here. So, yeah, I think at least one of the two was going to have to be gone next season. Whether that came by way of a buyout or a trade by Mark Stahl, I think one way or another, you could not go into next season as a rebuilding young team with Mark Stahl and Brandon Smith still there. Uh, we'll see what happens at the Rangers look to bring in somebody to replace Mark Stahl. You know, we talked about in our most recent episode on Friday, we talked about how Henrik Lundqvist, Mark Stahl, Brandon Smith were all going to be candidates to be bought out. We now know that Mark Stahl has been traded, so obviously he's not going to be bought out. But we also took a look around the league at some buyout candidates and some guys who the Rangers could possibly bring in uh, to replace Mark Stahl or Brandon Smith if one or both of them uh, is not on this roster next season. And one guy that I came up with that I'll just kind of float out there again was John Moore. Uh, John Moore spent two seasons with the Rangers. He was on the 2014 team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals. He's not a superstar by any stretch of the imagination, but he is somebody who has some experience in New York, kind of a journeyman, and he just kind of seems to be the odd man out in Boston. There were times this past season where he was actually a healthy scratch, although part of the reason for that is that the Bruins do have kind of a crowded blue line. So we'll see if John Moore becomes available. Uh, maybe he's somebody that you can bring into the fold next season. And I know that I just said that, you know, we want spots open for guys like Liber Hayek and Ke'Andre Miller, but be that as it may, you're not going to get through an entire season as an NHL team with the same six defensemen in the lineup for all 82 games. That's just not realistic. Uh, guys are going to possibly under perform. They're going to get injured. These things do happen. So you're going to have to go into a season uh, feeling good about more than just six guys being able to step onto the ice for an NHL game. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the Rangers want to do there. But I definitely think that this trade opens up the door even more for Ke'Andre Miller to make his NHL debut at some point next season. And it also gives Liber Hayek a chance to, uh, you know, claim a spot. Nothing is going to be given to either one of those guys. But, you know, Liber Hayek will get a chance to maybe make the team out of camp. And then I would imagine uh, Ke'Andre Miller, maybe we'll see him somewhere down the road, uh, probably in the middle of next season, depending on how he performs with the Hartford Wolfpack, of course. But, yeah, I mean, you could not go into your season with one-third of your NHL defenseman being Mark Stahl and Brendan Smith. I, I'm not trying to be mean here, but it just would not make any sense for the Rangers and where they are as a franchise at this moment. Oh, by the way, we've got Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals happening tonight. The Lightning lead the series three games to two. The Stars had a very exciting uh, double overtime victory in Game 5. I'm definitely still pulling for the Lightning because I just want to see Ryan McDonough win the Stanley Cup. I mean, at this point, it really is as simple as that, and I just tend to like the players on the Lightning more than the Stars. You guys let me know who you're rooting for, who you think is going to win. Definitely feel free to reach out there. There have also been some rumors where we get into this in tomorrow's episode. I want to dedicate all of today's episode basically just to Mark Stahl and, you know, his 
career with the New York Rangers and just talking about the trade and everything like that. But there have been some rumors surfacing that Jack Eichel might be on the trading block. I mean, I feel like this is always a rumor, isn't it? Isn't Jack Eichel always on the trading block? Doesn't this happen every couple of weeks where there's rumors that Eichel either wants out of Buffalo or Buffalo wants to trade Eichel and rebuild again? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Buffalo Sabres and why this always comes up. I mean, to me, Jack Eichel is the guy that you build around. You took him second overall in the draft. He's been a great player ever since he's come into the league. So I don't know why you're looking to push him out the door if indeed that is what you're looking to do. But be that as it may, uh, there were some rumors that the Rangers actually might be interested in Jack Eichel. So we're going to talk about that in greater detail in tomorrow's episode. We'll also say a few last couple things about Mark Stahl and everything he's done for the New York Rangers. And it's also a good time for me to remind you guys that we have the upcoming Locked on New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. Uh, we had somebody else again reach out over the weekend, and the spots are starting to fill up. So if you have not reached out to me yet, definitely get on it, and we'll do our best to get you into the league. Feel free to reach out via email or Twitter. The email is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Or if you prefer to go the Twitter route, you can tweet me there at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Definitely reach out and secure your spot in the Fantasy League because it is starting to fill up. But that's it for today, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next time.